Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite tomb raiding podcast. We <laughs> are here talking about the mix of the different uh, Tomb Raider adaptation movies. Apparently there was like a 1998 short film and uh, yeah, uh, it was called a, Indiana Jones. A, <laughs> like a European TV show or something that we, we won't talk about that, but we're just talking about the movies. Um, and we didn't like set an agenda for today. We didn't like assign that. Oh, you got to watch this movie. We just like said, let's just do the Tomb Raider movies. So let's just like start with um, which ones you all watched for, or if any, if you know, rewatching for, for today, I'll start with, I've watched all three. I rewatched all three. I watched the, well, I say I rewatched the Angel the two Angelina Jolie, and then I've watched for the first time the 2018 reboot. Um, but what You're about true the Tomb Raider? Yeah, I mean they're like they're like two dollars to rent on on Amazon, so it's like yeah, why not? I've got the time. It was like it kind of worked perfectly. Like I remembered that we were doing this episode three days before recording, so it was <laughs> like I'll do one each night, and it's it's worked out kind of worked out well bingo because bef- quickly the one thing with the with the angelina jolie ones they are again like our our perfect you know tight 90 minute movies so it was not a it's not even true the second one is exactly two hours long and the first one's an hour and 50 minutes that's incorrect i don't know what versions you're watching the there the first one was an hour and 30 if it's if it's an hour and 40 it's it's listed as like an hour 39 but that's it's listed I checked, as an hour 40 i checked when the credits when the credits started and it was exactly at 90 minutes and then yeah, the, the second is two hours. the second one is a little bit longer but it's it's like the maybe an and it's like yeah it's maybe like an hour 40 hour 45 before credits before credits roll it's it is longer still a tight you know, close to 90 minute movie, something that we don't see very often today. The reboot I mean, that's is, usually is, just reserved for children. The uh <laughs> the uh children in like rom coms sometimes. The the uh the reboot one is like right around two hours and I do not have fond I do I do not have kind things to say about the, the reboot. The run the runtime on the O three and the reboot are both an hour fifty eight. Yeah they're both hundred and eighteen minutes. The newest one feels way longer. Because <laughs> you're not getting Angelina Jolie. Right, so what she was movies? awful in that movie. Oh, oh my god! She man. was a cardboard cutout. Yeah, but she's still Angelina Jolie. I just picture her. She in was the just cashing a check. Gone in sixty seconds. Just so. no, res- no respect, no respect at all. The only thing I respect about those movies was that they had some practical sets, and that was it. That was the only thing I enjoyed about those. They yeah, were still 2001, 2003. They're still well, doing that. What, stuff. what about you? What about the other ones? What are, so what about you guys? What have, which ones did you watch in preparation for today? I rewatched the first one. Um, I the don't best remember, one in my opinion. Yeah. I don't remember if I've ever seen the second one. I've definitely never seen 2018. Um, I probably have seen the, the You've probably like seen bits of, of exactly. the sequel like one, like or... on FX. Yeah. Just yeah, on TV no, for There's... sure. And I've definitely seen the first one a couple times like that. Uh, but yeah, never. I'll, I'll pass on the 2018 one. 
you're you're good with that you're you're totally fine with that i was just again for me it was just like i had the time it was three dollars to rent it uh you know let's let's do it um someone had to do it i would not i would not say that anybody should go out and look for this movie i didn't realize that walter goggins was in the 2018 one. walter I, did you just call him walter walter walton it's it's early we're recording early today walton goggins walter uh yeah the walton goggins. even he couldn't even he couldn't rescue it say he yeah. was truly you know cashing a paycheck oh for sure good for him 100 save your good acting for shows like uh gemstones and, and things like that yeah he had his mind in in another script uh yeah. throughout this whole time I rewatched the uh, original Angelina Jolie too. I watched both of those uh, rewatched because I'd seen the 2018 one. I watched it sometime over the pandemic. I don't know exactly when, but uh, it was in the dregs and it was not worthy of a rewatch at in, all. In in this like you know series that we do of watching these adaptations, one truth has come out is that Andrew loves to punish himself. <laughs> unnecessarily and that and that like you chose to watch these of your own volition you know you you didn't watch that because you were like basically quote-unquote required to you no. know you did the same thing with the uncharted movie. movie yeah i'm a pain pig yeah geez hey i, I will say i watched the uncharted before we were supposed to watch it because i was you know i had some hopes and you know obviously watch our episode on that to to hear I you know I like to uh, I like to know what the people are talking about. <laughs> Our man on the regu- yeah. Our regular man of the people. <laughs> and then Matt, did you just rewatch some of the originals? No, I watched all three. You did? I didn't spend a single I, dollar I, of real money. I either. salute. <laughs> so what? Where I had you like forty dollars worth play? of Google credit built up that oh, I hadn't okay. been spending, so I just used that. Okay, I thought you were gonna say like you you uh, you went the, the true base route and torrented them all. <laughs> no, that's got, me. Got, got, got a got a you know a shitty two thousand. No, I think the two Angelina Jolie ones were. Time. I think I rented those for like two bucks for four K. Yeah. No, that's exactly what mine the, were. Yeah. The twenty eighteen one, I think I bought it for seven bucks and just oh. said whatever. It's not real money. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. But no the. I stand on the the mountain here saying that none of these movies are good and that 2018 is actually the best movie of the Oh my god, dude. Just like cut his mic, get him out of here. I'm here just (laughs) all right, cool. I'll just go play Final Fantasy 16. Thanks for the stop. Uh, Planting my flag. I am the tomb I am the Tomb Raider defender. Uh I am logging on. I mean, the original Lara Croft Tomb Raider has like uh, a kind of a special place in my heart. I can't tell you when the first time I saw it was. I don't think I saw any of these in theaters. I um, did see. I saw Cradle of Life in theaters. I I remember. I mean, we would have been ten years old at that point, yeah. so I don't. I don't remember seeing this in theaters. That was a PG thirteen but... movie. Your parents took you underage. <laughs> yeah, they did. Angelina <laughs> Jolie was enough to. The get police my dad are coming to take them to the gulag right now. Um, but I really enjoy. In particular, the first one. I, I have I have plenty of criticisms for Cradle of Life. Um, Cradle of Life was the worst of the three to me, by a mile. I say it, so yeah, generic and forgettable. It's pretty close. It is pretty forgettable. Like it only has like kind of one real notable set piece. 
which is a pretty cool one but like it's something that you that you even had a little bit of praise for there at the top matt was where these like were really shine is in like these they're like practical effects act like well, actual well, set pieces filming the, the practical location. effects are very hit or miss uh i, I enjoy happen. when they shoot a column and you can clearly tell it's just made of foam as it's falling yeah. over there, there were or, a couple of those <laughs> or there, there was one in the first one in particular where she's it's the when the people come to her house to to yeah. shoot up the, mm-hmm. the house she's being pulled by a rope that is slack and in a different direction than the rope is pushing <laughs> and it it pulled me away immediately i was just like instant wire gag See, I didn't even you, I didn't even notice even that. I was just like practicality, just right? Like, Ooh, uh, Angelina Jolie go bounce bounce on uh, on <laughs> on stringy rope and kill dudes. Um, the only actual cool rope gag I saw her do was in Cradle of Life, and it was when they were fleeing the Shay Shay Ling Shay Lang Shay Long. Yeah, the, yes, the upside down uh, shooting what, from the rope. Yeah, the upside down shubalang, yeah. an actual like cool looking stunt. Yeah, I liked that one. And something that like actually felt like an homage to which there's not in any of these really in my opinion, but that scene did. Feel no, the like the, the only homage I could call out would be in 2018. She had a bow from the the reboots. Yeah. She had the she had the height uh, the climbing axe, and she fell horrifically through a bunch of trees and probably should have impaled herself on some branches. Well, she <laughs> did slightly. She did get a slight, yeah, but not not in, in the way that no, the, not the as Tomb bad. Raider reboots would do it with a fucking X-ray cam showing her insides getting blended. <laughs> um, they did have. The 20, you know, folks, you're gonna have to forgive us. We're gonna basically be jumping around throughout yeah, all three of fine. these throughout the whole throughout this whole thing. We're not doing anything, you know, systematic here. Um the the 2018 one, we were talking about this before we started recording, is like the only one that is like truly trying to be a like direct adaptation of a game property. This one is uh basically a uh with creative license and i'm i'm putting heavy stress on creative um <laughs> uh license taken to adapting that first of the reboot games there are some of these like uh kind of one for one set piece things like the the crashing into the where she's like going on uh, over the waterfall and catches herself yeah. in like the rusted plane that was like a huge part of like the marketing materials and and, and it's one of the quote unquote set pieces from there's also a little bit more puzzling in there like theoretically they do some more puzzling than angelina jolie ever did the you make the joke about like you know these are like in the original angelina jolie ones are just like you know uh indiana jones skins i was having that thought about the 2018 one the 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 tomb the tomb puzzles that she's doing is like is such like a shitty essentially the, the, the color one was of, probably the dumbest of them yeah but it, no it's like um it's i keep going back to it's these are the like essentially the exact puzzles from not really but like essentially the exact puzzles from the third indiana jones which for uh, is killing me why i am blanking that crystal on skull? No, no that's the fourth that's one fuck you have off. raiders you have uh temple of doom temple of doom that's the second and one then you have last crusade last crusade that's right um so it's it's like when they're going through the 
the temple it's like they've got to like they've got to go over a the chasm path of God. they've got they've yeah they've got like the the you've got to pray to to Before even some of the clues out. even some of the clues were exactly the same you must pray in order to uh you know kneel <laughs> it was like in last crusade it's like you got to kneel before god or else like you get your head chopped off um it's just like man like not even trying at all to hide the the copy paste here i liked um i i was thinking that this is indiana jones reskinned initially but which i mean granted is the game relatively speaking right but like i i actually came away feeling a little bit different in that this is actually um actually nathan drake is a reskinned male version of um yes Laura, yeah. Lara Croft way more than Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones actually like respects the history and cares mm-hmm. about that whereas Laura Croft and Nathan Drake are much more interested in the like monetary value of what they're doing and have no Drake they're not has archaeologists. some archaeologists like, definitely in the, like, in the in, game that's true in, in the game that <laughs> part of that is true but Laura does have like uh in some of the games they get more into it does have like archaeology uh credentials like in the reboot, Daniel Craig. She was a in the reboots. She like is like a graduate student. She's an archaeology yes. graduate student. Which that was like my biggest thing about uh about the reboot. And like I feel like I'm gonna fall into like the oh I'm like a, I'm being a gamer TM, but it's like <laughs> the the Alicia Vikander uh, Lara truly is a Mary Sue. She has no actual training knowledge but somehow she can solve the only thing we're shown of her is that she 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 always be puzzling she like it's and it's what they give it like one line she's basically just like i have a special brain or like things stick (laughs) in my brain and we get that through her reciting some one random line from like hamlet and that is that's supposed to signify that she is she's a super genius she does the hardest never apply to herself we're we're being the, ableist here. She's neuroatypical. She has ADHD, <laughs> maybe a UHD, a little bit of autism in there. And no, the only thing she has is daddy issues, <laughs> which is a trauma response that could cause autism in ADHD and those types of things. So we're being ableist here. Let Laura <laughs> Croft live. But like in the no. it, in the uh, like, I I found the 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 twenty eighteen one so tired in that like. They have to show this, like, it's basically, I'm comparing it to the original. I think the, the worst originals. part of the 2018 like... one was that they dedicated, like, 25 plus minutes of the beginning runtime yes. to showing us that she's a street rat. Yes, <laughs> and it's just, like, I don't need that, where it's, like, they kind of throw you right into the into the thick of it in the originals. Yeah, and they're not, like, those, they're not. They're showing two different Laras. They're showing Angelina Jolie's Lara is a lot older. And established and show, this is This is supposed to be showing Lara at the start of her the origin uh, story career. yeah and and they don't they don't go into like why uh or like what angelina jolie uh laura cross like say quote-unquote credentials are but they money do talk about in tight suits it, it is money it is basically you know it's like that she is you know so uh, obs- obscenely wealthy that you know she can dedicate her 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 time to actually learning the history and say i push back on the the comment that's like oh she's just in it for the monetary value like you get the sense that she is uh she is an actual you know like history head and it's it's about 
the connection it's always about you know the connection to the father is what the is what is what is what truly drives it and it's like that's a passion that they share and they show time and time again that that the original or i will call her the original laura knows her stuff you know she is not just like oh i've got a special brain that can just remember (laughs) facts uh once when they're told to me once because it's basically we're meant to assume in the 2018 when that she's got like a photographic memory or something it's no she just has adhd she yeah no she, she 3d images yeah, she, she's autistic. yeah she's autistic so she's got this she's got the special diagram brain that they love to show in in that's why in can, tv that's shows why like the good doctor wherever she yeah, sees like semi psych. people who look just like him <laughs> and then crashes into a police car because of it but I, okay. I also feel like and you know i didn't watch the 2018 one so this is just my speculation but i feel like she uh in those types of movies when they have that character that's supposed to be like into archaeology and has a special brain they're really just like a groiper from twitter that has like the <laughs> antiquities like marble bust and like that's it's how your, they it's, it's your sargon of a cod that that yeah. type of person yeah, yeah exactly it's just a female version of the that i'm that into history the, the but wealth. the only history i know is uh greek and roman yeah exactly. right yeah is there more <laughs> I mean that that started civilization. We didn't have it without that. No, but she like has completely no grasp of history whatsoever. It's just literally that I know how to solve this puzzle and that's it. For for me, the funniest part of the 2018 movie was and it's not supposed to be funny, but the name Himiko and how <laughs> I, I kept saying it, all I could hear was Kimiko, the pillow from yeah, 30 yeah. Rock. So that that is that is like the main plot points that they are pulling from the game. That is, they are searching Himiko. for Himiko in in uh, in the, the reboot the reboot game, which I own. I own. I think all the reboots got them. I think, they they go on sale frequently for very very little money, and or have been given away by Epic slash GOG. I think that's. For, I think I have them all through uh, through Epic yep. from get, getting them you have for a bunch free. on Steam. I think because I thought I saw maybe I have maybe I got one in a bundle. I remember I I spent money on a you know like really cheap on like a it was like a heroin. I'm, bundle. I'm pretty sure I, I was doing a bundle. I was doing a bundle of heroin. Yeah. I wish <laughs> it, was, it was like I wish right now. Give it to me. Something. Something yeah. was the bundle name was something heroines, meaning female heroes. So it was like a whole bunch of you know um, f- female protagonist games, and that may have been. That may have been one of them. That's where I got control for the third time. Was Hilarious. was was uh, amazing. It was in that bundle. I bu- I bought it for like sale, two other games. During the Steam sale, all the Tomb Raider games were like. Mm-hmm. I think there was a bundle where you could get like all of them for under twenty bucks or some shit like I'm pr- that. I'm pretty positive that I bought them in a holiday sale combined for like eight dollars total or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's you know it was them. you know it was funny for me one of the the things that got the biggest laugh out of me um, was in the first 10 seconds of the film, when you turn it on and you got the square Enix logo <laughs> at the, at the start of the yeah. 2018 one, that was, that was funny for Quality. me. I laughed. I got, a, I got a chuckle. Um, Who do we think is the better, is the, is the better Lara Croft though? Angelina. I mean, I didn't watch yeah. the 2018 one, but I'm always going to say Angelina. I don't pick a lesser of two evils. This man thinks he's fucking Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> I mean, how can you not say Angelina? This is Angelina in her prime. Whether yeah. her acting was terrible or not, 
this is the era of white dreads angelina jolie and gone in 60 <laughs> seconds which is her best role ever you know she's bringing some I've, of that into this one i've never found her to be that good of an actress and or that attractive i mean get out of here stains, get, but, get out like, of here get out get, just get out of here maybe the first part fine but the other part get the fuck out of here yeah, I think Cradle of Life uh, as a movie is justified purely by her in the wetsuit at the very beginning. I mm-hmm. like that. Oh, and, and the throwaway lines such as, uh, oh, boys, you're all wet, and you know I yes. love to have fun. Absolutely. Dude, that shit's, that's, that, that's the script, man. That's the writing. There's nothing you yeah. can do about There's nothing she can do about that. Um, oh, I, I mean, I actually, it's also I the fact her... that the director had her mic turned down compared to everyone else in the movie. Well, it's just because she's a woman. <laughs> you know, you know our stance on that here at the podcast. Yeah. If it's about deplatforming women, it like absolutely the, the, the gets a plus. Two, <laughs> the first two movies sound mixing is just so bad. It's like every action scene, I have to turn my volume down to twelve so that it doesn't sound like I'm having an actual fight in my house. But then anytime there's actual dialogue, I got to turn it up to twenty so I can actually hear what I people are saying. I I surprisingly didn't have that problem. I find that to be more of a modern problem. Modern sound mixing is is really bad like that. I did hear one trick though that, particularly if you're streaming something, say like especially on Netflix, is if you have that problem, is to check your the sound thing to make sure it's not defaulting to surround sound. If you don't have surround sound, that if you Wouldn't move, be me. say I only yeah I only have my sound bar and and subwoofer, which and I maybe like could notice your your issue about like the 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 voice is being a little bit too low but i didn't actually have a problem um, hearing anything or having to having to adjust volume like that which is unusual for me because i normally can't hear human voices so i was mostly disappointed with daniel craig (laughs) what what a completely waste of him he would agree with you. He did not. He did not enjoy uh, that role or that film. Um, he was basically. Yeah, I, I this could was tell gonna, by his mixing American accent. He was like, "This was gonna. <laughs> this was gonna launch me into the stratosphere." But no. But that that was no, another point I wanted to bring up. I like had completely forgotten like the <laughs> the the powerhouses of cast that were in these films. Yes, yes. And it's like they launched like the they launched the basically like the the status or like to see how many like you know action action star immediately blew up um the, yeah that i mean i mean well so these movies cemented angelina jolie as you know a a female action star as a um, nepo baby but then you <laughs> i mean but she this is this was about her action credentials she had already won a fucking oscar at this point yeah. um for what was it uh girl interrupted is that the is that the film um where she also has a crazy blonde hairstyle no dreads but like uh, i mean nothing beats the dreads it's it's beautiful um but yeah my, i myself have never found her to be like that compelling of an actress but i i never found her to be uh compels me that's offensive uh it's, it yeah. compels you in a, in a different direction um <laughs> but uh i love that her dad was in the movie I, I love, I wanted to talk about that. I love that John Voight plays her father and that the like fractured short relationship kind of mirrors her real life relationship with John Voight, who's like now Those, estranged from her entirely. That yeah, like once, that like one, one scene, well, I don't, they may have yet yeah, further estranged themselves, but they had a troubled relationship before Even then. then. Yeah. And this was like the first time that they had like come face to face in like a while and like, 
went a decent way to like to like mending their relationship it was like yeah they were doing therapy on set basically doing family yeah. therapy on set but yeah john voight yeah. is such an interesting character now he really is i actually i mean he always I enjoyed, has uh, i don't remember the name of the actor but the guy who played michael reese the the main antagonist of that's of life that's that's uh what's his face from because he plays he plays Gambo. lucifer and ghost rider yeah. he plays uh He's in a, he's he's always a bad guy essentially. He's got bad guy face. It's Ian Glenn. He he was Jorah Mormont in in Gambo. Yeah, and he's in both the first and the second. No, he's not in the second one. He's dead. He's dead after the second oh, one. Uh well, I thought Matt was saying that he was from the second one and I saw him no, the, the, first. the the villain the villain from the second one is Siren Hines. Uh, but yeah, there's like some there's, stacked, a, there's some stacked cast in these things. But like back to my quick point from the other one is like for the second one, rather than you know uh, Daniel Craig, who like a few years later would go on to fucking uh, you know be fucking James Bond, uh, you had uh, Gerard you have Butler. a British guy be British and it works better. Please, you that he he would punch you in the fucking face for saying that. <laughs> both 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 Gerard Butler and <laughs> and the character he's fucking Scottish. Get it right. Is yeah, it Daniel, Daniel Craig not Craig. British too? Say that again. Is he British? Is Daniel Craig British? Daniel Craig yeah, is British. No, that was the that was that's, the funniest that's what I was part. Talking of, about so that was the funniest part of that one is you have you have I even texted you guys that when I was watching it. It was like you have Angelina Jolie and uh, a Yankee playing uh, playing a Brit, and then you have Daniel Craig a uh, a Brit playing a Yank, and it is it is so funny. Beautiful. She did a much better job with the accent, oh, where yeah. it's like he's just dropping it like on the fly. Just that's what I was talking about, though. Was I thought you were saying Daniel Craig blew up eventually as you know 007 afterwards, where he got to just be a Brit and just got yeah. to use his normal accent rather than trying to. Trying to do what fucking uh, what's his face? The guy who plays uh, Eddie Brock in Venom. Uh, <laughs> I'm Hardy. That's that. Sw- switching you're, constantly you're, you're between not gonna three be, different. Accents. Yeah, you're not going to besmirch the the smorgasbord of regional accents that Tom Hardy provides for us in the great film Every movie. In the in the <laughs> nah, this one's worse. In the second uh, one, he does a lot better of being more consistent with his accent, which is why it's not as good. Yes. Well, that and because. Uh, they didn't keep the wig on yeah. Woody Harrelson. Biggest mistake. Mm-hmm. Biggest mistake. All right, that's a need that's, that anti wig. That's a tangent. That's a that's a tangent. Let's let's rein it back in. Um, <laughs> like to the, the cast. Like it is a stacked all. cast. Gerard like, Butler was also movies. phoning in that role. I mean, everyone's just collecting a paycheck here. There, there's some like huge names that maybe not so big to us anymore, but we're like you know, especially at that time, we're kind of older and uh, well known. There's uh Kieran Hines who Hines. It's the one who I just said, Siren Hines. He's he's yeah, the Siren villain Hines, for, yeah. he's the, he was yeah. the villain from, from um, Cradle of Life. The other guy, I can't pronounce his name, but he's in uh Guardians of the Galaxy. He in the beginning scene yeah, with Hunsu. Peter Quill. Yeah. Um yep. did we already say these names and I was just dumb? Uh, yeah, but I mean it's just like I mean, All even the most here. recent has a good cast too. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like that one has, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's got Walton. So say Walton Goggins, the goat. Um, say Alicia Vikander was also. Uh, you say you had two Academy Award winners playing playing this role. Um, yeah. Both won for the same for the you know in the same category, mind you. 
Um, I've my... never seen her in another movie. Me either. Lisa Vikander. I've seen her in something. Yeah. She's the robot in um, X in in Ex Machina. Yeah. Oh, I've seen I've her. Seen Ex Machina. Thing. That's a good, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Um, my you beyond appreciate it too. Beyond um, Walton Goggins, like kind of phoning it in here. Not that great of a villain. Um, my my biggest complaint of the casting choices and not necessarily not the casting choices, but like what they gave the actor was uh Daniel Wu, who was yes. the uh the lead from the AMC series uh Into the Badlands, which was a yes. wild show, but amazing choreography, amazing. He's like, you know, a, a really talented martial oh, artist. He's a really, really so talented good. martial artist, and they gave him fucking nothing. He he got to fall over a railing drunkenly, fall off a boat not drunkenly, yep. in the middle of a storm, uh, be, be, be tied up while mining, shot multiple times, and then give him a gun who like you know can't really use. He gets to oh, shoot a grenade. Can't forget though, it. he did move some rocks. Nice. Yeah, no, Thanks, so Andy. so underutilized, like an an absolute sin. He's so talented. Like I I was so like originally I was super excited for him to be in this movie. I'm like he's gonna be like you know like the the companion and he's gonna have like some really cool action scenes, and like this the 2018 one just like for all the criticisms you may rightly or in my opinion wrongly lay at the feet of of the original the original movie the original one cradle of life has plenty of problems but even cradle of life pretty sure cradle of life has like a 22 percent rotten tomatoes rating well i don't give a fuck about what the credits what what the critics say critics are fucking morons Um, (laughs) i think it's under 40 percent on uh, um, user the 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 audiences are also morons they're all everyone's yeah. dumb everyone yeah. who's who's who is you know say, who professing to be anything any, any no <laughs> it's just anyone who's professing to not be dumb is incredibly stupid i'm a fucking idiot so that's yeah. how you know that's how you know i'm uh, i'm on the level it, it's it's the socratic uh you know uh, uh adage of like you mm-hmm. know what i can't even think of it now it's like it's the truth old. of wisdom or whatever it. is to admit you know nothing yeah um I, I, that's not the exact that's a paraphrase yeah, but, but some, uh, yeah exactly so but, i'm an uh, idiot so i know you know i'm the smartest one here the uh <laughs> it's, yeah so that's a great out um the uh but the original ones like had actual set pieces things you could point your finger at and be like oh that was like some real stunt work that was like high production value like the they got the people who invented wingsuits to perform the wingsuit jump uh in uh in the in cradle of life you know it was like it was a new technology at that point um and you know they did it with you know no green screens no wires no fuck no nothing like legit yeah but they didn't do it practically with explosions like michael bay and transformers (laughs) 2 But it's like there's oh no like, that was the third one wasn't there's it? there's a lot of CGI garbage in in the in the 2018 one there's like nothing you can really point your finger at and be like that's like a real set piece because yeah the 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 boat crashing CGI drivel um her, I mean, you can her, always tell in modern movies because it's usually a darkened scene to help hide it and in the early so 2000s like, you can tell because early 2000s dark. CGI is so bad that you just can't physically believe that it's real. Like uh, the Rock when he's the Scorpion King. Love that though. 
That's always one of my favorites. It's so good. Um, But back to the the, uh, audience and Rotten Tomatoes score, I pulled it up just so we could see on the the original ones. So uh, the first movie is a 20% tomato meter and a 47% audience score, whereas Cradle of Life is a 24% tomato meter and a 44% audience score. So roughly the same scores. The critics seem to think that Cradle of Life was somehow better than the original. So uh, I'll leave my, that. They take, saw, they take saw my her point. holding Say, her breath. They yeah. saw her holding her breath for 27 minutes underwater while punching a shark to ride it to the surface. Riding the shark is awesome. Yeah. So this sick. is four points more than the original. I, I, I really appreciate when movies add sounds to sharks underwater that they definitely don't make. It was like growling like a cat. It did growl. Fantastic. Um, the only the only good critic who R.I.P. to the goat, Roger Ebert, had like one of the only positive reviews of the original the original movie. Who I have like a quote from him here. It says, "Lara Croft Tomb Raider elevates goofiness to an art form. Here is the movie so monumentally silly yet so wondrous to look at that only a churl could find fault." So there, there, Matt, you've been owned. You've been owned, except that you... I'm pretty sure he's dead, right? So uh, take his elbows out, dance on your grave. But man, I miss miss Roger Ebert. He was was a goat. Absolutely. Um, All right. I'd like to clarify here. I don't think any of these movies are good. I'm not saying that 2018 is like the pinnacle of cinema. I still think I have all of them below a 50% for me. It's just, I have that one above those other two because it at least follows a, like a semi cadent story. It's like the first, the first Angelina Jolie one in particular just kind of feels like we're just jumping. We're just jumping from scene to scene. Cause we got to go places. We're not really, we're not really like following a progression. It's like you could <laughs> fall asleep for five minutes and then wake up and you wouldn't miss anything. Yeah, maybe maybe I'd have that opinion if it was like my first watch, but like my maybe maybe my interpretation of it is is colored by the fact that I know this movie so well that like if I fell asleep, I'd be like, oh, we're at this scene. I know I know where we are. I know what's going on. Um, and see, like I I find the pacing of the first one in particular refreshing. I feel like it it stays where it needs to, but doesn't linger like again that first like 20 minutes of the 2018 one fucking sucks <laughs> it is so bad and and like i don't i i find that the 2018 one is just like it is you could say it is a better movie in that it adheres to more modern movie making standards but i think most of those standards fucking suck and like it's it's paint by numbers and really bland and there's very little there to engage you with character with with story with fucking anything it's like you don't know anything like the about like who the villains are i mean sure they're maybe it's like trying to set up for well we're going to develop who trinity is in this fucking sequel that never materializes one of matt's favorite things again set, setting up sequel addicted for to a, sequel for, set up for a sequel yeah. that will never fucking happen and and that's what i you know that's a good point i think and that 
I feel that modern movies, especially if they're related to some sort of other IP, that they try to just kind of um, throw it at you. It, uh, they're banking on the IP itself, and their their goal for their first movie is to set up the universe that they're going to mm-hmm. build. They don't care Always. about an actual story. They don't care about the story. They don't care about this individual movie because this individual movie might not do that great, but if it does well enough that they could have a sequel, like they're putting their money on the sequel and the rest Literally, of the Marvel has poisoned everybody. Exactly. And and we've seen how Marvel is just going down the fucking drain with its recent shows. Like Secret Invasion has an eleven percent uh audience score on on Rotten Tomatoes. Even like, like IGN gave them a six. Ooh. Yeah. It, I mean it was it's it was a terrible, you know, uh final episode and you know Again, this is a all little the bit Disney Plus the... shows have been terrible. Yes, oh, no, no, I, I, except... I, I agree. Andor and Andor and is the only is the only. <laughs> I, I was specifically referencing the MCU because we were talking MCU related. Yeah. But no, everything well, else Disney is bad. Is is bad. Yeah, and and I think that uh, you know, specific to the Disney model and this Marvel Disney Plus route which i think you know you're talking about amazon picking up the ip and doing another right reboot. right right. they're doing another reboot of like yeah, embracer, like, embracer owns the game ip now right they're, they're the ones who bought it they, from they bought they bought crystal dynamics yeah yeah and now so, tencent owns embracer if i'm following correctly so I, I doubt that I doubt that uh, Tencent owns any controlling interest in Bracer. Embracer is too big of a conglomerate. Like they probably hard. own like several. They probably fully own several shell companies that ha- each have like two, three, four percent in it. But like I don't think they have a Not controlling 51. interest. I don't think they've yeah. got a controlling interest. But um, you know, I I think they're and Amazon may well follow this this model of uh. Amazon shows aren't short... really aren't really good either. Like, have not been yeah, good no, either. No, I'm not saying that they're good, but I, I've seen that Disney Plus has put out this specific model. And an article I was reading was comparing it to Endor, stating that Endor is the only good Disney Plus show that they've put out, and it was because they did it in the two part, uh, like nine episode, um, arc where you're able to like flesh out the characters, give a story, et cetera, et cetera, all the good things that we look for in a movie. Whereas these other Disney Plus shows are just 30 minutes of dribble. Here's six episodes. You know, we spend tons of money on the marketing. So you buy into all the other shit and all the other things that are related to this IP. The fucking show sucks. We move on to the next one. Um, And, you know, it it feels like, especially with Amazon, they're, they're really big into the action shows. They had like the Jack Reacher uh which was actually good that one was actually yes. good i watched yeah, i have that. heard that that one is i good. watched that one because it's it's got thad from uh from yeah. blue yes, mountain state awesome. he's and, actually quite good it's, it's guy so from the office. Sad. he had another show on there as well um oh the john krasinski the the jack cia ryan. The, the cia jack ryan jack ryan, jack ryan. Ugh, yeah, fuck yeah. no no that was um, a cia propagandist basically yeah, yeah. saying that venezuela well, is a failed yeah. is a failed state but to my point of like that is the what Amazon is going for these like thirty minute or whatever forty minute uh, series of these shows. So I, I honestly have a feeling that 
you know, it would be more profitable for them, which would have been better if it was 20 minutes and didn't exist. They have, they have those two things. They've got their like, you know, kind of action hero stuff. And then they've got their fantasy stuff. Cause they also have the wheel of time show, which is like pretty, pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, in my opinion, it was rushed. You know, they did like eight episodes. It's like they've they've adopted yeah, like the same thing. The eight the episode, short, the yeah, eight episode model, eight. which is not enough. Yeah. Um, and so they condensed a lot of things. My biggest complaints about uh, Wheel of Time from reading the books and stuff is just like was was that that they've like condensed things unnecessarily, but then it was then completely differently. It's just things, despite spending upwards of like billions of dollars on this shit oh, like they spent a ton of money there's a lot of stuff that looks very cheap like the costuming looked pretty cheap and like not they they didn't go fully my biggest thing was like there was a certain group of characters who like wear these like white robes traveling they're like in their itinerants so they're like traveling across place and it's still pristine white It'd be like that shit should be fucking dirty. dirty. That shit that doesn't shit shit doesn't look lived in. Um, whereas they spent like millions and millions of dollars creating this like actual uh village that they then burned down. Um I fuck I love America. We're such a great country. <laughs> that may have been yeah, filmed so- in like New Zealand or something though, but who knows where it's getting its tax credits from Ooh, quickly speaking of tax of tax shenanigans i want to talk about uh some some really wild shit that was going on with i think it was the yeah it was the first it was the first one and so they're they're literally filming in croatia or hungary for tax credits kind of so it's like it was first financed through telemunchen group grupa a german (laughs) tax shelter uh, the, the tax law of Germany allows investors to take an instant tax deduction, even on non-German nice. productions, even if a film has not gone into production yet. Yo, that's the bit. That's the greatest. Let's move to Germany and just start pumping out campaign comrades content that never goes to, to fruition. The, the, the Paramount Paramount just doing some wild shit here that they sell the co- they sold the copyright to these people for ninety four million. Then bought it back for eighty three point eight million. Therefore, it's like they've made ten point two million. The copyright was then sold again to Lombard Bank, a British investment group, giving another twelve million. Um, but then there's like a to qualify for Section forty eight tax relief in the UK, it had to include UK filming and British actors. You know that's not that wasn't difficult for something uh, set in the UK. Then they did pre-sale stuff that got them an extra sixty-five million, and then Showtime paid six point eight million for a premium cable television rights. Absolutely wild! It's just it's just the buying and selling and and taking advantage of of tax loopholes. Well, and and you know, linking this to the the SAG AFTRA strikes, um, I can't pronounce that second acronym. So if I pronounce it wrong, AFTRA, AFTRA. Yeah. A-F-T-R-A. Sound it out, Michael. The the SAG (laughs) strikes. Um, You know, Angelina Jolie is not seeing very much in residuals or, you know, any of the cast. We'll use Angelina Jolie as the the star. Not seeing much by way of residuals for when that gets sold to Showtime and is, you know, played constantly or when it runs on FX. Um, You know, 
granted out of all of them she probably has the better yeah she's doing i, I mean but still i mean so I'll, I'll say this she probably has the better contract um because of who she is but i bet you if you were to look at it for like the percentage that she's doing compared to some of the men she still probably has a shitty like you know residual pay um but these companies are you know making money double time you know they're, they're double dipping multiple times reselling selling you know getting the tax credits on these rights and making millions and millions of dollars on this ip as it ages you know even if they didn't do the reboots you know whoever owns the the um the originals could have sold it to max to show on there and they would have I, you know i will i refuse to call just like i refuse to now call twitter <laughs> x i refuse to call it max it's still just hbo at, at so, most it'll be hbo max i'm not, I, i'm not i'm not buying into your bullshit marketing shit you know like uh, you so need to call it happen. hbo go or yeah. hbo now or yeah. hbo max that's how you know you're definitely never changed names before yeah, that's how you know you're so, a traditionalist when you still refer to it as hbo go <laughs> you know and th this is one of the things at you know at a different level and you know throughout the um the the act you know the uh, movie making space whatever the entertainment space you know, this is a huge issue and it's not only just like the IP, right. Or the, not the IP, the, um, the, the rights to like artificial intelligence of you being an extra or things like that. It's really this, like the corporations are continuing to make money off the backs of the workers by relicensing the rights to the IP by, uh, reselling the movie, um, because the contracts control their likeness They're you know, they're able to do that. They own, it, you know, it's work for hire. So, you know, you don't even own the, the copyright of your work here and what you're doing. It's it's owned by the production company who, you know, like we're saying, keeps selling it is getting these tax credits. So it's, you know, milking every fucking cent out of these actors and their work and, and you know, the people that are in the production and, you know, fucking uh, Bob Iger, whoever the fuck owns it, you know, it is just swimming in his fucking gold coins like he's scrooge mcduck uh well they it's it, we, we've you know. said it but we've said it before i really hope that that uh that bob Iger try, tries to scrooge mcduck i really encourage him to do it i bet it's fun yeah i mean the gold would feel so nice on your skin fill, it's exfoliating fill a coin silo with coins and jump in the top <laughs> or melt the coins down into liquid Hot, hot liquid. Keep it hot. Give him a nice. Uh, it can't, it can't be liquid if it's not hot. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah, it's but... uh, mercury, then there's other layers to that problem. We'll tell him that it'll give him a nice exfoliant. And, yeah, I bet uh, it's also. I bet forever. that's also fun. You can float in mercury super well. Very dense fluid. I feel like I had more criticisms of the of the 2018 film it was just like it was very bland it was just like even like uh vikander's performance was just like very not present i actually Whereas... thought the best part of the movie was the fox hunt and that was the worst part of the movie it was like some of the most like it was the most engaging part of the story yeah it was some of the most like her running away from these dudes for 600 quid yeah 
just I, like it was the most like yeah kind of engaging and that's like and that's the closest you could come to like an actual physical set piece and that's literally them just biking around foggy old london you know it's, i really hope that they did it during london. live london and they didn't warn anybody and they just unleashed <laughs> cyclists onto the city unleash them like a plague not a, not unlike himiko herself I actually thought that was a neat little twist, all things considered. Yeah, because they moved it from like their, I mean, but also it's like their, I also found it to be kind of cowardly and that like they're moving away from like the, the game's supernatural. A- actual dabbling in the supernatural shit, which the original, the original movies have no qualms, no qualms doing, um, which, you know, again, goofy, silly, but, uh, you know. It's what the games were. It's what the property was. You don't need to be, if, you know, you're banking on this IP, like, you know, don't be fucking afraid of it. I didn't mind the contextualization of myth. The idea of, like, myth can have truth to it. Oh, right, right. But, like, in my opinion, just be like, yeah, make her some scary plague lady. Let's do it. Yeah, but she was a good guy in the end. She did it for the (laughs) betterment of humanity. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm really just kind of... And then the bad guy there, watched but... two of his henchmen turn into horrible zombie creatures. He was like, yo, I need me that finger, though. Yo, what that finger mm-hmm. do? Trying to get that finger. <laughs> yo, 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 what that finger do? They also had like a... They didn't even do a very good callback in the end when she was fighting him by the ladder. And like when he put her into the, the overhead choke that yeah, she got yeah, put yeah, into yeah, at yeah. the beginning... That like was that, one of her only scene. other skills is that she's like me- a mediocre kickboxer. Yeah, I was going to say gets her ass kicked. Hey, yeah. if you have ADHD or AUHD, you're good at everything but bad at everything at the same time. You could do whatever you want, but never do it to uh, its full extent. So she she's probably got a baseline great kickboxing, but her, uh, her skill cap is very uh, low there. I mean, it kind of looked like my perspective. It looked like an older person fighting a child. It was like the child was just kind of like monkey gymming on them. Um, what was what was my other point? I was just gonna make about oh, I, so I know like the bow and arrow is like a thing from the the the, the reboot game, which it's even on the cover. I, of I think of we've had I think we've had enough. We don't need more uh, video game heroin <laughs> with with bow and arrow we've we've done that to death yeah they're all they're all give them a blunderbuss give them a blunderbuss call it a day i would absolutely take that uh blunderbusses any any day of the week and it's like yeah it takes to like they don't do an actual post-credit scene but it might as well have been the post-credit scene where she goes back to the pawn shop where she had to sell her her family's amulet to pay for her trip out to go to the secret island um, she goes and she goes to buy it back, and then she also then buys her iconic her iconic pistols, pistols. which they do. Like yeah. here, here is an explicit Easter egg. They name like the model the model gun that it is, which I forget. I forget what it is. Mike, maybe you you know the the type of gun that she uses. No, I've taught my head. I have to look at it. Smith and Wesson, um, nineteen eleven. I mean, probably. I mean, that's the most popular gun. It's the, in, you know, it's the most America, common so. depicted pistol in. Yeah, same. Uh, it's the P38, most best gun in the game. Um, but that's a the dual wielding pistols. Oh, she's Brit. You're like, right. Definitely you know, a Walter. It's Heckler and Cock USP. Nice. nice. 
you, something. Do you know the our hometown's uh, police department uh, gets standard issue Heckler and Koch, and Heckler and Koch are very, very expensive. Uh, well, our hometown is or relatively Belgian. speaking very wealthy. Yeah, but I mean, there's no no reason for our cops to have fucking Heckler and Koch. Gun, Dude, you know, like, they were riding around on spiders for two years. Like they, <laughs> they just spend money. But yeah, so that's a very like use expensive. The it's, it's not gun. like that. It's not like that could go anywhere else. Yo, imagine yeah. imagine trying to get arrested by a cop on a spider for a second. <laughs> I'd feel so embarrassed. Yeah. Get, get tough now. Get get on the back of my motorcycle and hold my waist. <laughs> Those are like, I mean, those are like the tricycle things, right? Yes, with the front trike. With the front trike, yeah. So yeah, you could do you could do the the wee the wee bit of tomfoolery grabbing an officer's service weapon. Exactly. People run ride around uh, New York City with those blasting music. It's beautiful. Yeah, those guys are probably just just on traffic duty. The. the dual wielding pistol and the bow and arrow are both like a female coded, uh, you know, weaponry. The the pistols will, you know, kind of. What what about the climbing more. axe? Climbing axe? Oh, like oh, pick a, the pickaxe. Like thing. Pickaxe? Well, it's just an adventure gear. Come on. Classic adventure gear. But I, I mean, the the giving the woman a bow is kind of the same as like the uh, there is the critiques of in the MCU, like the Black Widow, like female action heroes always having to like use their legs to get advantage of the men. It's like, well, yeah, because that's like, where they the derive their, their that's where they destroy. That, that's they usually typically how you fight for a size of disadvantage. Exactly. And you know, a bow is lower body has more has has more kinetic potential. Yeah. It's also so, a and, lot and, harder to break those bones when you're hitting something really hard. So to me, you know, a bow, you, you know, I'm a rogue player. I love my, my bow and arrow. Uh, so, you know, just like a smaller person like that, that bow is always helpful. But, I, you know, give her a blunder. She wasn't boss. fucking around either. She wasn't messing with the compound bow. That was just a straight up recurve. Nope. Straight, just regular bow. That's no a, recurve, a recurve on that. She just had a fucking U shaped bow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say so recurve is the one you say where yeah it's, got it's the, the, the the double bend, curve the bend, which makes yeah, it yeah. easier to pull. No, she's using um, like a short bow they, from they fucking did, olden times. They did do yeah, a cu- a couple uh, flashbacks of her doing some some middling archery Runcottas. as a kid as a as a kid as well. So it's like they did try to just like okay she's not she's she's not fully uh, you know untrained with a bow and arrow. It yeah, is, she she was groomed from to... youth by her parents to become a killer. <laughs> But it's just like I don't understand it, and I don't understand why the the reboot game chose to go that route. Other than it was, you know, I actually I do understand it is because that was the fucking that was the gameplay trend of the time. Is, it was ooh, also let's, let's give them a bow. Um, but so we're stranding like, someone on an island with a bow. The guns, the guns are, are fucking iconic. See, the guns are iconic. They they are definitely that's iconic. It, that's that annoyed it. me. The fact that they save it for the fucking stinger at the end is just yes. like, what the fuck? Like, have her get him for the last fight scene. Like, don't just, that's another part of just like having to tease everything for the sequel. Yeah. And how do they go from like, oh, like I have no skills or, you know, no stakes in this world 
whatsoever, but here I do know, I do know how my my way around a bow and arrow. I'm gonna upgrade to fucking these two gigantic handguns <laughs> with no tr- with no you know firearm training whatsoever. I'm gonna buy these from a British pawn shop, which is not a thing. Well, yeah, you can buy a gun in in a British pawn shop. Yeah, it's like yeah, highly it's highly regulated in the yeah. UK. I mean, you need like fucking. That's why knife. Cr- that's why knife crimes are so big. Is because it's because you can only get a knife. You can't get guns. Yeah. You can only get like long arms for hunting in uh in the UK. Or like a shotgun. They don't fuck with them pistols. I don't know. I think a uh, bow skill is pretty transferable to guns. It makes sense to me. All right. So, do we want to do we say so do we want to rate these? I mean, so Mike is the only one who hasn't seen the the All the twenty eighteen one. Um, maybe instead of of rating them each individually, let's rank them. Let's do let's let's get each of our of our rankings for the ones that we've seen. Matt, since you're the you're you're the outlier, you go first. So we're am not I just we're, ranking them one, two, three, or am I giving them a score? No, no that's what I said. We, Can I give them a score alongside my rank to d- dignify? <laughs> if if you feel it's necessary, go for it. But not everyone else. Forty-five. Two thousand one. Forty. 2003 20 <laughs> I hated Cradle of Life. I tolerated the first one. Cradle of Life was probably one of the worst movies I've watched in recent memory. So before we get to other people's, I I just want to go back to the the guns that she was carrying, the the Heckler and Koch. Mm-hmm. Uh I just looked them up. They're about 3000 a piece. So she went to a pawn shop, dropped six, probably, I mean, it's got to be more than more like five K. Yeah. You got to convert it to quid first. Go for it. You got to convert it to sterling. She, you know, if she was picking up a 1911, you could get that for like 400 bucks. That makes more sense. But dropping, you know, at least five K a piece at a fucking pawn shop for like one of the most expensive, you know, uh, Fuck it. It's like a target a pawn you know, like shop a that had already shop. proven to dislike her and continually reducing <laughs> the amount of money they were going to pay her because she kept trying to haggle. Yeah, she was walking out 20K for those two fucking guns. Well, I mean, at the end of the movie, she is the full inheritor of the Croft fortune. She's ex- she's she has begrudgingly accepted the obscene wealth that goes with being a Croft. You know, after with after seeing her lady Croft. After seeing her willingly uh, do a fox hunt for 600 quid, it is a little funny to see her begrudgingly accept uh, generational wealth that could change her life forever. <laughs> it is she really funny. All the heckler it, it is really funny because in the in the in the second movie, it is confirmed that they are generally generationally tied to the fucking literal Illuminati. Yep. <laughs> all right. Do you know I'll that the in. first. The Go first uh, Tomb Raider movie has a JoJo reference in it. I mean, what doesn't have a JoJo reference? She she turns a knife around and stop uh, stop time to hurt somebody. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Um, 
I'm going in the the you know chronological order of release for my rankings. First, Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Second, Laura Croft colon Tomb Raider colon Cradle of Life. And <laughs> third, uh, it's just Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. It's just Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Or on I Wikipedia, do like the or on Wikipedia Tomb Raider uh, parentheses film. Film. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It, it is a film. film. It just is film. Because yes. oh. it's either that or the or the game. Um, all right, Mike. Uh, uh, you know, obviously the first rank one the one, Mike. Do score. it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I've seen the second one, but just not recently. Um, oh, it's it's got like a sixty for me. It's a action movie. You know, maybe a little bit higher in that range. Uh, I'll give it a you know here. I'll give it a C. I'll give a, a letter grade. I'm gonna give it a C. Uh, whereas I'll give a C minus to, uh, to the second one, their movies, their films, uh, they got hot girls in them, uh, you know, villains that I like, whether or not they're, you know, uh, they're at their, the height of their acting roles. Um, but I also want to point out, um, in the video games, Laura Croft does use a recurve bow at times. Um, and it looked like in some of the pictures they have like a tiny recurve recurve on it, but it's mostly just a fucking straight bow, which is just dumb. I mean, it makes sense if you're making your own in the wild and that's all you have access to is sure. limbs of green trees. But uh, most people nowadays don't know the proper process of, you know, stringing and pulling a, a straight bow. And with the bow that she's using, I'm looking at a picture of it right now with her pulling it. You know, she's got a uh, fully Pretty strong, huh? Uh, that's probably a 10 pound pull bow. Like, you're not even killing a fucking squirrel with that thing. It's going to go <laughs> 10 feet and drop. There, there's nothing on that bow that is giving it any sort of power uh, to, to shoot that fucking thick ass wooden arrow. That's like a fucking inch thick, it's like more like a bolt than an arrow. Um, so that that's my. Uh... So because of that, you know, let's give an F to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like uh, I can't watch Gladiator anymore because they got horse stirrups on the horses, which weren't invented back then. Thank you, oh. uh, history of technology class. So that's 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 Mike's little bit of uh, neurodivergence there. Yeah, exactly. A lot of bit of neurodivergence. That's his AUHD right there. Um, I'm I'm with Andrew. I I rank them in order of release and sure maybe this isn't the most objective score but i give i give the first one a solid a solid eight or 80 whatever metric you want to give it it is a incredibly enjoyable popcorn action flick um it is a very turn your brain off and just have fun um i enjoy it a lot i think uh I think the second one, yeah, it's just like has a bunch of problems. It is not, it's, it's got, it suffers both from bloat as well as just like not a lot going on. Um, the, what do you mean, man? They had that whole wedding scene at the start and then they never followed up with that ever again. Yeah, that, any context. It's just that like, oh, this is the earthquake that happens in Greece. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, it's just like, there was like a lack of set pieces in that one that really kind of sunk it for me um but then yeah so i'd give that one maybe like a 6.5 close you know i definitely appreciated the not angelina jolie doing the uh jet ski flip 
Yeah. <laughs> and how absolutely they obscured to make sure that you couldn't see it was uh, who was actually riding the jet ski. They do that a lot in that one. They do that the same the same on the, when they're uh, when they're motorbiking uh, along the Great Wall of oh, China. Oh yeah, on yes. the <laughs> they, they do that. They do that a lot Back as well. Shot. Yeah, um, that, that might as well. Um, I don't remember if any of you have seen Scary Movie three, mm-hmm. or it might not even be Scary Movie. It might be Epic Movie. Uh, the actress who plays Lily in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. That's I know, exactly. to get on a motorcycle uh, and, it's, and then and it's, they do a it's cut a black, with a black dude on the motorcycle in the dress. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely just a dude with a wig. No, <laughs> that's great. Like at least one of her stunt doubles in both films was was a man in a wig. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't even say that. Uh, I would rate it higher. The, the, the man in the wig was doing more of the action. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Black man in a wig. I wouldn't give the 2018 one uh, even a five. I found it very, very boring so you and agree forgettable. I found it boring and for, what that the 2018 one. I didn't like yeah, it. I, I had that one below as well. I had that as a 45. That's Neff. We all failed that one. It's oh, just yeah, no, I, I don't, the I don't, other two I don't well. like that. One. Yeah, I agree on that one. I don't like that one. Um, but like, I I will always enjoy the original Lara Croft Tomb Raider. It's a perfect FX movie. It really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Like, and I yes. love those movies. And same, those same. movies have a really special place in my heart. It's just yep. like, I got home from school. I don't want to do mm-hmm. fucking homework. Um, let's just like watch whatever fucking on FX for yep. an hour. And it's just they like still have ass. it on FX. I I was looking up how to watch it, and you know you could rent it on Amazon. And at first it said like, like Hulu had it, so I, I went to go check on Hulu. But it's like through the Hulu Live or whatever because yeah. they have it on yeah, like live TNT TV. FX. Yeah, yeah. I think it was T- TNT, not FX, but they're interchangeable for this purpose. Sure. You know, they both ran the same type of TNT loves think- to loves to run Indiana Jones movies. So yes. it, yeah, it's definitely in their wheelhouse. Yeah, I think one of the like, biggest things with movies from this era is that you really just shouldn't watch them in 4K because they were they were meant to be yeah. played at 480p on shitty yeah, TVs. Yeah, yeah, like the shows. they were like they were actual on location shots, but those were the ones were that were visually bad. Were like the a lot of the outdoor shots. There was just so much visual noise going on yeah. that it's just like the shots were really not good. But like, and like that, I can attribute that partially to some of the stuff that took me away because like. I used to love Boondock Saints, and then I watched Boondock Saints in 4K, and it becomes blatantly you also, obvious that you the also, sets are made of cardboard. You also grew <laughs> up to be be older than 16 years old. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but, I think we watched but, that uh, freshman lacrosse camp that summer. So that that tracks. Going, we back were watching to that like, while eating all you can eat wings for dinner because wings <laughs> for dinner was a uh, coach uh, a little a nice little treat. It's coach's like idea. Um, but going back to like the sound mixing, because I, I think that Matt's point about like you shouldn't watch it in 4K and excuse me, Ben, you had made the point that it's like modern sound mixing that you usually have trouble with. And, you know, I agree. And there is like reasons why that, you know, because of where the speakers are in the TV, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I also think that sometimes watching those older movies on modern TVs then fucks with the the sound quality. If you had watched it on 
you know, a TV from 2003. And your, classic, C- your, front. your classic CRTV. So, exactly. So, it, it may not yeah, have let me Let me go issues. find my uh, no. 32-inch Sony Trinitron There's... that weighs 240 pounds. <laughs> no, it's but... not even the um, It's not even the CRT TVs. I actually read a piece recently, and the streaming companies have all fucked the audio because they've flattened how the mixing works so that it's well, that's less the data intensive. Mixing. No, but it, but yeah, anything that's on streaming, it gets oh, put into the. That well, I mean, I didn't watch mine that. on streaming. I purchased it. Through... You didn't download it. Yeah, I did. Oh, really? You can download them. It doesn't I just stream you rented them. The first two. I rented the first two. You can still download them until the rent period is over. That's oh. how Google does it. And oh, then you can watch them downloaded through YouTube. I mean, Still, I'm sure they do that same process, whether it's streaming, you know, like that, that version that you downloaded is still like like streamed version that they run through whatever process. These are all arguments of why, you know, again, physical media should, should not, should not go away. Well, yeah, all, all of my Blu-ray movies play considerably better quality than something that I own through uh, digital means. I saw. I saw. That, there's, a, that's a, a whole layer of uh, Blu-rays aren't compressed, and everything you get. Yeah, from no. I, I, saw, goes through I saw the. I saw the, the the Chad Christopher Nolan like talking about like uh, Oppenheimer and shit, and it's like how he'll always advocate for the. You say how the Blu-rays are the definitive home versions of his films because they have much more control over what's there, both in terms of visuals, but sound, but them. sound mixing. Um, you know, you color see, correction. Nolan just doesn't want to tell me that I'm and, supposed to yeah. get a 140 millimeter uh, real camera projector <laughs> and an IMAX screen in my house. Yeah, and and with the streaming and and you know just getting rid of the digital media, uh, we'll use streaming as you know whether you're downloading it or whatever. Um, just use it as a catch-all right now. Uh, you know, they uh, regardless, you know they're they're compressing it down and oh. A, there's different channels. This is what I was going to say. Sorry. There's different channels for the sound that they have to run through. And with streaming, you get less channels. Um, and like, like Andrew, you were saying the, see, that's, the that's what I was talking about. it through Google does for me is I can select my audio channels when I'm doing my output. So I can match 5.1 to my 5.1 setup. When, beyond and get that. that it, it's not even that it's like more at the, um, the engineering, like the sound engineering level when they're doing it, not just the, the, you know, changing it from surround sound to the regular that also has a process but just like the base uh you know sound channels that they can use that you know used to be like hundreds or whatever is now compressed down to like 25 or something like that so that's why like um you know voices will end up being quieter you know et cetera. Et cetera. there's a whole science behind it i'm pretty sure that uh, the worst offender is netflix by like 200 miles because they oh, just yeah. don't care to pay for their own infrastructure and set up anything that remotely functions yeah, and have terrible subtitles. Yes, I think they've added. I think they've can, added a, a, you, a shadow boxing. You, you can you can terrible. choose that in the settings. It's not now. good. It's not good. It's not good. It's still not as good as Hulu. I, I recently I mean, found Hulu's that Hulu's had superior um, subtitles since they started. They've since just had they that were option. a free, uh, you know, watch clips or whatever when in like fucking ten years ago. Uh oh no. Alrighty, so that we've got our rankings. Those of us who gave grades have done so. Looks like a cat is is either vomiting or shitting on the floor uh, <laughs> for Matt. So, so we will wrap it here, folks. Uh, stay tuned. We are off 
next week, I believe. And then we are <laughs> then we are doing our it's then it's Ratchet and Clank month. Uh we're doing the game series and I think we're doing the 2016 movie as well. Oh yeah. Um while Matt goes and cleans up, uh we'll say follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades. Check out the YouTube channel for clips and videos and all that stuff. We will see you in the future. Keep tomb raiding, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.